As the coronavirus pandemic continues to wreak havoc on world economies, crypto has its chance to shine. Some members of the U.S. Congress are proposing a digital dollar to replace paper money. Telegram's day in court's not looking so good as the SEC tells them to stop issuing tokens. And countries around the world are finding ways to turn crisis into opportunity. And if you're looking for a fight, well, you've come to the right place. We'll have news on how you can own a digital version of your favorite podcast hosts in Chain Clash, a new blockchain fighting game that kicks ass. Kicking ass and taking Satoshis, that's what we do as we roll out our bad news, episode number 387 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. And welcome to those of you quarantined all around the world. This is the Bad Crypto Podcast. I'm all uh, hunkered down in my place in Denver. And that guy there in Kansas City, that would be Mr. Travis Wright, hunkering and bunkering. I'm I'm drunkering. I'm drinking quarantinis. I'm going to put some Rick James on and funkering. (laughs) He's a very sexy girl. Yeah, in fact, you're so quarantined that you got inspired to be creative. Ah, oh, yeah, I did, actually. Yeah, I had, had fun the other day. You know that song Glycerine by Bush? Might want to put that on the show. Might put that on our little playlist, uh, Glycerine by Bush. I made it quarantine. And then I <laughs> and then I went ahead and actually um you know, it was it was a little bit of a process. So it's like I've never for one just recorded a song. Um uh, like by using the real tracks, so I literally had to figure out how to do it. So I got the track from you. I downloaded the track from YouTube, inserted it into Audacity. Then I sang the song, and then it just was off by just a little bit. So I had to figure out how to sync that all up, and then I finalized the track. And then I made a video of myself with the phone lip syncing the song, and then airdropped that back over to my iMovie. Did some editing, uploaded it to iInVideo.io. And then send it over to headliner.app to get the to get the all the um, all the uh, the lyrics on there, and then set it up and send it out, and it's made quite a few people crack up. So that's good. Weird, Travis Yankovic. Yeah, I tell you, you can go on YouTube and type in uh, "quarantined Bush Glycerine" parody. I think you can probably find it. Boom. There it is. Well, we've got a lot of news to cover today. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor at Crypto.com, the only single platform that allows you to buy, sell, store, track, and pay crypto securely in one place. Their vision, it's a beautiful vision, is the most beautiful vision. I'm telling you, nobody has a better vision. Cryptocurrency in every wallet, driving mass adoption. Over 1 million users are using the Crypto.com app. Download it and get $50 in USD when you go to badco.in forward slash crypto. That's it, right? Crypto, badco.in forward slash crypto. You sign up for one of their metal MCO Visa cards and you'll get $50 in USD. Go check it out. Check it, check it, check it out. I'm a big fan, man. I'm using it literally every time I go somewhere and use money. I'm using my crypto cards. I'm, I'm a big fan. That's not even me shilling. Before we get to the primary news, Mr. Travis Wright, we recently had uh, Adrian from Chain Clash dot com on the program and they are building 
this super cool blockchain based game that will allow you to battle uh, with your characters, with your avatars. And, and so far, they've released some special limited avatars of John McAfee and Brock Pierce and Crystal Rose. Um, and uh, it, at that time, Adrian announced that they were also going to make limited avatars of you and I. Yeah. And we're, and we're limited. Like, I mean, our skills. Super limited. <laughs> this is pretty awesome. You can go to presale.chainclash.com and there are 30 legendary Joel Coms available and 30 legendary Travis. Actually, there's only 10 available in this particular auction. There'll be more available later, but apparently you can level these guys up and make them really like the baddest versions of us, which is right. pretty hilarious. The pictures of us are just so, so funny. Like, you know, the, 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 I look pretty, I, I, I straight up look like I'm, I'm pretty buff, but I'm fat, but I'm, I look like I'm from Alabama. Straight out of Alabama. That yeah. should be on your t-shirt. Yeah. And you look, you look like you're lean and mean and tough there. Mr. Joel. Yeah, and I'm not any of that. I'm neither lean nor mean <laughs> nor, nor tough, but they are badass looking and there's a limited supply. So this is a yeah. great opportunity for you guys to own us. Go to presale.chainclash.com and you can bid on Travis and myself and have a legendary in your Chain Clash collection. Uh, true fans of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, we know that you're going to love owning these NFTs and, and battling them in the game. Yeah, there are bids already for them. Um, what is that? Five what? Five it's not EOS. Oh, five EOS. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, so, you bid you bid an EOS. Oh, very nice. So somebody has bid uh five five EOS for you and five EOS for me, uh, which is interesting. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you have much to... smaller bids than mine. You got like 0. 0.5, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.4. I'm all dollars, baby. I, 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 we are literally for sale. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, let, let's go to the news. <laughs> Timestamp, the 27th of March in the year 2020, 12.25 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. The crypto market caps on our favorite site to track the cryptos, CoinGecko.com. 184 billion Bitcoin is at 6,647. And looking at the top 10, uh, no change in the location from last week. Ethereum, 136. XRP, 17 cents. A tether is a dollar flat. And by flat, I mean it's not a flat dollar. It's just it's a dollar even. Bitcoin Cash, 225. Bitcoin SV, 171. Litecoin, almost $40. EOS, $2.31, which gives you an idea of how much it would cost to bid for one of us in Chain Clash, right? If it's a, a $5 bid right now, it's $10 for a Joel or a Travis. Binance Coin, almost 13 bucks, And OKB at $4.30. Mr. Travis Wright, who are the big winners for the week? Yeah, the company called uh, Streamer Data Coin, which is the number ninety-seven coin overall. The uh, the uh, it is Data D A T A is its coin abbreviation. It was up fifty-seven percent this week. Quant was up sixty uh, thirty-six point one percent. Monero, Mr. Jocom, up twenty-four percent, and some others were up as well. Another one, really big one, MCO, which is Crypto.com. We were just talking about them. Their token, they are the fifty-six token overall. And that was up 18%, up to nearly $5 for that coin right now. 
Yeah, the big losers for the week, Steam, down 45%. Of course, lots of controversy around you know the Steam blockchain right now, and that's probably why it took a hit. Wax has fallen down to number 99, down 19% for the week. Hedera took a hit, 18%. KuCoin took a hit. Uh, but really, a, more in the green for the past seven days than in the red. I would say about 80% of the top 100 are in the green, even if just a little bit. I just want to say, of those five that you mentioned, I have three of those, and uh, this is last week of the. So of the to- of the top five losers, I have three of them. That's great. good job. Thank you. It's about, wait, it's wait probably to, because I bought Hedera Hashgraph and it went. Wait to stack some negative stats there, right. <laughs> Mr. Travis. Right. Yeah. That's beautiful. Catching stats is what I'm doing. The uh, Bitcoin clock has now moved. Travis, what's your birthday? My birthday is May 16th. Okay, it's moved to the 15th right now. So my birthday, you're going to owe me a dollar. Blocks are taking longer to uh, resolve. And now the ETA at Bitcoin clock uh, at buybitcoinworldwide.com the bitcoin clock there wait a second isn't there a different url that's just bitcoinclock.com i think it is bitcoin clock but this it goes to this yeah oh no bitcoin clock is missing now like it's, it goes 404 so yeah the url is now well if you go to bitcoinclock.com it ends up there and the block having is estimated to happen in 48 days, 15 hours, and 39 minutes. It's moving closer. There's 6,794 blocks left until having. It's mm, almost my birthday. It's almost your birthday. Yeah. Well, my birthday is going to come first, no matter when the having happens. That's true. That is true. You and are. And yours, yours is going to come after Travis. I'm going to be 56. Hmm. That's just mind blowing to me because I still feel so young. Yeah, crazy. I just forty seven, which is crazy. Because I look like <laughs> I look like I'm about thirty two. You're racing towards uh, that the halfway point there. Very nice. Well, let's check out what our friends at Coin Telegraph have to say. Of course, they are our favorite place to go check all the crypto newsies out. And there's an article here by Marcel Peckman. Or is it Petchman? I'm not sure. He says Bitcoin was designed for a financial crisis. And so far, it's working well. I guess a lot of people have considered, you know, we've talked a lot about Bitcoin being a store of value um, that we would compare with gold. Some people are saying, you know, most important thing is that it's a medium of exchange for transactions. And a lot of people take the honey badger don't care approach to it. Uh, because there's dispute on what Bitcoin's main use is. But, um, you know, there was a big drop last week, right? Or a little, almost two weeks ago, where it dropped 45%. Well, you know, that's that's the thing. I, and I look at it like this. Like, say, for example, you got into Bitcoin in 2009, 2010, 2011, you know, as a hedging of your bets for whenever the economy or if the economy were to tank. And you put in lots of money at that time. Well, Bitcoin's now $6,600. Like you've won big time. You have hedged your bets very successfully. Now, if you decided to come in and had this little FOMO feeling in, you know, December 2017, January 2018, and you got in really high, well, then you've lost your ass. It hasn't been a very good hedged bet for you. So as as in anything, any investment is a timing based thing. Now we've talked to lots of folks who say that, hey, here we are at 6,600. It's going to be 20,000, 30,000, 50,000, 100,000, a million dollars down the road. 
So you, you, you factor that in and say, wow, if that's the case, $6,600 is a steal, right? So it really is. It's like they say that, that overall it has, you know, maintained its value pretty well, relatively speaking. I know that we had a, you and I had a conversation offline about how gold has fared. I think gold has fared well, way better than Bitcoin, at least early yeah. on. Well, right. So gold hit a high for like, I don't know, a five year high or something. I mean, let me actually pull up the charts here. Uh, more than five years, gold hit a high that it had not been at since 2012, 13. Um, and just a couple of weeks ago, it got up to like $1,675-ish, and it took a hit when the markets plummeted. It went down to about $1,450, but it's back to $1,620 right now, meaning that gold is off its eight-year high by only $50. That's that literally gold can move that much in a day up and down with no problem without any craziness going on. So Peter Schiff has got to be pretty happy right now because gold really is proving to be the most stable investment out there. Well, it has been for centuries, right? I mean, millennia, right? Gold has. Gold's always been around. The only problem and the biggest problem that I have with gold, and we've touched on the I'll touch on it several times, is the fact that there's so much fake paper gold out there and so much fake paper silver out there. So if we had actually eliminated all of that, the price of silver would probably be 200 times, 200 to 500 times higher than what it is right now is what the price of it should be based on all the fake paper uh, certificates of gold and silver that they have, which is really, you know, not awesome when you're, when you're thinking about that. So, but I mean, just if you have, so if you have gold, just like whenever you have Bitcoin or you have crypto, you want to have your own keys you want to actually hold your own physical gold, if possible. You don't want them to be holding it in the comics or wherever else. And they say that you have this magical gold sitting in a vault somewhere, when in reality, you just have pieces of paper that are not gold. Make sure you get that gold sent directly to you. So you there's actually- gold in the comics? Like comics. C-O-M-E-X. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an exchange for precious commodities and precious metals. I think it's with commodities, something, metals, exchange, I believe, something like that. But yeah, so yeah, a lot of paper, a lot of paper gold, a lot of paper, sciz- uh, paper, paper, scissors and rocks out there, too. So you got to watch out for that. Especially- well, the, the author of this article concludes with saying that Bitcoin has been patiently waiting for a global crisis and the price crash does not reflect investors lack of confidence in Bitcoin's network strength, digital scarcity or its ability to work as a medium of ex- exchange. Uh, you know, and, and I think that really the crash that we saw have people panic. Because Bitcoin is not really being used mainstream right now, a lot of people see it as an investment. And so herd mentality takes over. They need to get liquid. And if if Bitcoin and cryptos where they, you know, money was that they needed, they pull it out. Yeah, it's a good idea. Sometimes it's good to pull out. So as we all know, we're in some really crazy times right now with this whole coronavirus, COVID-19 thing going around. And, you know, as we watch the, the, the media and we watch the politician clown world circus go on about, you know, when are we going to actually, is there going to be a stimulus? What's going to happen? Are, are they going to agree? Are they going to kill the deals? And so now the, uh, the proposed economic stimulus bill that the House of Representatives brought, which there was a lot 
of pork stuck into that thing. But one of the things that they were that they were talking about was the the mention of a digital dollar. And so what it said was, as elected officials, it is our duty to ensure our nation's workers, consumers, investors, and the economy are equipped with the necessary resources to endure this precedent, this unprecedented crisis, which is why I'm calling the House and Senate leadership to include these critical pieces of legislation in the impending stimulus package, one of which was setting up a digital dollar. Now, we've talked about this. Money is really dirty. Like, I mean, if you look at all the germs that are on paper money, pretty gross. Well, now we're, we're entering a whole new world where everyone's scared of these microorganisms now because it's doing some damage, not only to people's health, but also to our economy. Paper money could be really gross. And maybe in the future, I think that this right here could be the catalyst that makes more people comfortable with digital money because they're going to be scared of paper money, potentially. Afraid of the Benjamins? Really? Is that what? I don't know. Well, the Benjamins aren't as dirty. Those $1 bills are really dirty. $1 are super dirty. Like, I, if ever I wanted to launder money for not illegal purposes, <laughs> then this would be the uh, the time to do it. So right now, it, it appears that the digital dollar is not going to happen quite yet. But it's just a matter of time, right? This is inevitable. China's working on one, right? I mean, that thing's getting close. I know there's some other places that are looking to do one. Uh, it would make sense that the world reserve currency eventually makes a digital dollar. Yep. Well, another problem that's happening because of coronavirus is now there's more people that, you know, their evil side comes out or they're just evil people and they're trying to scam people. Right. There, there's all kinds of um, scam methods out there. And some crypto companies are using uh, or there's people that are trying to capitalize on other people's fear by alerting to the fact that crypto frauds do exist, right? Mm -hmm. There's scams out there. Uh, in Texas in particular, there's a regulator that's saying, hey, pay attention to this. Cointelegraph reported last week that there's a um, company called the Meta One Coin, and uh, they're saying it was an alleged scam that promised investors returns of up to 225000 percent <laughs> but if that doesn't sound too good to be true I don't, I don't necessarily know what is now we also covered that one last week when those two canadians a eh, they uh they created the what was it hit btc support fake twitter yep. account yep. and they were in there and they got 23 bitcoins on their own so just just be smart folks i mean if it sounds too good to be true it probably is do your own due diligence do some additional research on these people if they send you a weird email and it's and, and it looks hokey, it's probably hokey. You know, uh, in this time right here, do you really think people are, are are offering up amazing deals for you to make a whole bunch of money just out of the blue to save you right now? Probably not. It's a lot of times too good to be true. It's probably too good to be true. Well, here's something that's good and is true. You know, we mentioned our sponsor, Crypto.com, and this is actually not a sponsored story. It's just that what they're doing is great for crypto adoption here. They've got a new invoicing feature. So if you're a Crypto.com pay merchant, you can generate and send invoices to customers in Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, Litecoin, Ethereum, and the Crypto.com coin. That is what we call mainstream 
adoption, right? Paying with cryptos uh, becoming the new norm. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I, I want to throw this back to our the original days of bad crypto when we were, you know, to start doing some of those spotlight type of things. And it's like, it was really impossible in some ways to invoice some of these folks because they're wanting to pay us in crypto. There's no, there was no invoicing solutions out there. And a lot of them never even paid their the thing which was kind of crazy because the invoicing system was so bad. So it's great that we actually are now starting to see some crypto invoicing solutions. Now, I know when we were in Bali, there was another company that was working on some invoicing solutions as well. And we went to a couple of conferences. There's people doing this. But this right here, that's this is the reason why I think crypto.com is really getting a foothold because I'm finding I'm using it on a regular basis. My card, I'm, and then every time I buy something, I'm getting percentages back in the MCO token, which is really cool. And now I can invoice people to get paid in crypto. I mean, like they're really going all out on all this stuff, man. That's why I really think that this is the kind of companies we need to see to bring mass adoption into to fruition. Right on. Uh, you know, remember last week there was a story that blew up about four United States senators that allegedly knew that Corona was worse than they were letting on and that they've been accused of insider trading. They sold a bunch of their stock before the market crashed. Uh, one of those people is Senator Kelly Loeffler, and she uh, appeared on, on Fox News to say, look, I've got I don't make any of the decisions in buying and selling my uh, my stocks and in my portfolio. Um, but her company did purchase shares in um, a teleconferencing firm, Citrix, which does go to meeting and, and go to webinar. And so, you know, who knows uh, the real reasons people do, why they do, what they do. Yeah. Well, this is the new sort of political jargon, I think, because because uh, Weinstein did the same thing. Uh, or Feinstein. Yeah, yeah. Diane yeah, Feinstein. No, we- Weinstein's in uh, federal prison. Yeah, Weinstein's in federal prison. Well, well, Feinstein, actually, she sold a bunch of stock, too. And she said, hey, I don't manage any of that. And I think that's because there was a rule that went into place several years back that said, hey, you can't be trading on insider knowledge. And so now there are bogus excuses. Oh, I don't execute my trade. Someone else does for me. But probably you told them to. Right. So who knows? Now, but think of this, it's not just these political leaders, so many CEOs stepped down before the coronavirus thing. There was a whole lot of people that seemed to know that things were about to go down. And, and I, that's just my conspiratorial hat being put on uh, per usual. But it's just weird. There was a ton. Oil? Is that what the conspiratorial? Yes, I, I bought a lot of Reynolds wrap, got a lot of stock in Reynolds. See, if I was going to have a conspiratorial hat, it would not be made of aluminum foil. It would be like a unicorn head or something. You know, Dude, you show you're missing the boat, bro. The, the foil is to repel those evil alien signals that they're yeah. trying to get in your brain. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm fine. So your unicorn hat's going to be pathetic and worthless. Yeah, but it'll be cooler looking. Oh, yeah, well, it'd be still. Uh... <laughs> so the battle between Telegram and the SEC carries on, and Telegram has been handled another um, loss because essentially they are the court that is ruling on this said that the Grams tokens are securities under the Howey test. It just seems like the SEC has it out for telegram and i don't see how they can win this this is a this is a tough battle well, telegram even located in america like i thought it was a, originally it's a it's a russian company so you know this is one of the things that's really interesting now if you do a parallel versus you know the western 
world versus China. Like in China, WeChat and Alipay are freaking everywhere. Like it is, that is a whole payment system that they have built into that. It's its own ecosystem and they let it go. Here in America, we're stopping every little potential sort of solution that could make life a little easy, a little more convenient. They're shutting, they're trying to shut it down. That's those control mechanisms and the the fear of the new world that's arriving that maybe they don't necessarily appreciate or want to see happen. But like we got to have these solutions. We got to have solutions like this sort of popping up and and them sort of harping all over Telegram. Well, they did have only 175 investors into the project. They did not open it up to everybody. So they were trying to do the right thing along the way. But they sold out quickly, and they thought those those cryptos were going to skyrocket in value. Well, they put a huge target on themselves too, right? When you raise that kind of money, um, the SEC is certainly looking to make examples yeah. of one point seven billion. Is that all? Mm-hmm. Two point nine billion grams. What's the latest news from the whole Maker Dow debacle? Mm. You know, uh, we talked a little bit about that last last week, and. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're having some problems with that. They had some technical problems and the crypto crash sort of triggered MakerDAO. They ended up having a debt auction because they ended up having too much. They had collateral that were now becoming less valuable than the actual loans that were out and just created a, a whole lot of problems. And so they've been doing uh, they've been doing these little this, uh, this debt auction thing and the auctions have seen bidders pledge 50,000 die lots to build 40 batches of newly minted maker tokens and so yeah so each initial bid was a was a lot for 250 makers and and uh so they sold they raised two million die from 25 unique bidders with an average price of 269.3 maker per lot so they're trying to raise some money i guess to help them because their loans be becoming under collateralized this is crazy, Travis. Uh, speaking of crazy, I just got a message from a friend. I, I get these pretty regularly. They send me a photo of a fake Instagram profile that is you. It features my photos on it. Mm-hmm. This particular account was named "I am Bitcoin underscore analyst," and it's people who are scamming. Just so everybody knows out there, both Travis and I have one primary Facebook account, one primary Twitter account, one primary LinkedIn account, all the places we have one account and bad crypto has its accounts. Anything that comes from any account that is not those that appear to be us, those are frauds. You need to report those accounts or let us know and we'll report them because there's a lot of people that are using our images and our names to try to scam others. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I got a few of them out there too. Uh, like they're just adding numbers to my real account. T-E-E-D-U-B-Y-A-W is mine. But now there's people putting numbers behind them. Some of them with a significant amount of followers, which is interesting. And they're actually telling people to invest in Bitcoin and buy Bitcoin from that Instagram account. We don't do that. That's not something we would ever do. And so it's just a problem with my account's not verified. So uh, people are out there trying to act exactly like me. So be careful about that because that's not the way it goes. I'm not out there. You know, the coronavirus is not the only corona out there, Travis. That is true. There is a Corona family that is responsible for Corona beer that, you know, they've been around for almost 100 years. I mean, they they got to Corona first. Mm -hmm. That's true. And, you know, it's an interesting time to be them because they've been working on a gaming platform 
for over a year now called Corona Games. The family has entered the online gaming world and they want to offer people prizes for winning these games. And we're talking about winning stuff like tuition, uh, clearing your mortgage, clearing your college debt, new cars, Disney vacations, and so on. And they're looking for beta testers right now. So if you guys want to go kick the tires on this new platform, find out how you can win uh, and accumulate points to be redeemed for merchandise and prices, go to coronagames.com. You will not get infected at all because it has absolutely nothing to do with the coronavirus, coronagames.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they are, in, they are in beta, and lots of great feedback on this. They're going to be coming up and creating new games along the way, so very early on in the process. But they'd love to have your feedback and checking it out. Speaking of the other corona, the bad corona really hit Italy hard. Uh, but this article from Cointelegraph says that there's a bank in Italy that it's called the uh, Banca Stella, and they are opening up Bitcoin trading to 1.2 million people during this lockdown Mm -hmm. because they're using this thing. It's called hype. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. It's hype, yo. Yeah. And they're not the only ones. There's other, there's another um, startup in Milan called Conio that is going to offer additional Bitcoin wallet transactions on the hype platform. And um, they don't need additional documents or KYC requirements to be able to carry out Bitcoin-related activity. It's a slow move towards mainstream, but little by little, step by step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really handy. And you can see, though, it's like, again, it just this right here, it shows that, you know what? Things might be a little crazy in the world right now, but but blockchain and crypto adoption is just moving forward. You can see it every single day. I mean, especially how crazy things are in Italy right now with so many of their they have such a large elderly population over there. So many people over the age of 60 in Italy. And actually they had some statistics that came out recently and they said that in Europe, I believe it was like at the time uh, zero people under the age of 30 had died. I think one person now has died under the age of 30 and uh, under the age of 50, like less than 1% of people. So it's mostly those folks who are older and uh, having some having some health challenges that are that are the ones that are being uh, being hurt by this thing. As we talked about the digital dollar eventually coming to the United States, you referenced that China's is coming soon. And here is a verification of that. The Global Times reported on March 24th that China is one step closer to issuing its central bank digital currency, CBDC. They've completed development of the basic functions of the official digital currency and are now drafting laws that will help its implementation. It's coming. And China's going to be the first to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says this right here. It's like they already have advanced mobile payment companies. It says this, Alibaba, Alipay, and Tencent's WeChat Pay together have more than 1.7 million active accounts across China. That's 300 million more than their actual population. So they blended social media, e-commerce, and payments to create this advanced online commercial infrastructure, which America does not have. We do not have anything close to that at all. And I think that's what Libra was trying to sort of create. Libra and Facebook kind of wanted to be the WeChat of America, but America shut that down. And we don't have a digital dollar, not in the works. Like, it looks to me like at least, you know, on the surface that maybe we're falling behind a little bit, Mr. Jokam. I think the digital dollar should be backed by bad coin. 
Mm, that's a great idea. Right, the, the faith and trust of the citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. Mm. Let's bounce back over to Italy for a second because there's some more good news there. Big, uh, fundraising in crypto is going really well. People are donating, and there's a ch the charity organization Red Cross set a goal of something like ten thousand pounds and to do to get materials and deploy for a pre-triage facility, and they surpassed that, and now they're raising more, and they're accepting uh, Bitcoin donations, and people are using Bitcoin to uh, to support humankind during this pandemic. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's, that's great. I love this. There's one thing that always sort of makes me a little skeptical on some of these is because, like, we've seen statistics on some of these large charities that they end up actually only giving out a small percentage of what they get in. And that's why make sure you do your research on the charity that you donate to, because sometimes up to 90% of that money could be used for administration fees sometimes. So be careful of who do your own research into your charity that you want to invest in and make sure most of that money goes to where you hope it to go. And there's some good sites out there that track that, that let you know, you know, how credible they rate them from, you know, zero to five stars based on how well the charity um, discloses what they're using funds for and if the funds actually get to where they're supposed to be. So check this out, Mr. Joe Comp. So uh, Solana is, a, is an interesting crypto company out there. They're a blockchain platform, and they've recently uh, partnered up with Chainlink who is a top 15 crypto who's been doing some amazing things. And they built this crazy fast Oracle. And here's what they're saying. It's like, what we're doing is what we're building with Chainlink is a high frequency Oracle that can give a price update every 400 milliseconds. And because of our capacity, we shouldn't see those kind of market failures on our network. It's solving a fundamental problem that we see in the decentralized exchange space. So, you know, in, in, in stocks, Every single stock market or every single exchange that sells whatever stocks, all those prices are tied together. So if I'm buying Apple over here, if I'm buying Apple over there, it's going to be the same price. So I think what they're trying to do here is they're trying to create this scalable uh, you know, Oracle for crypto exchanges. That way, everybody's exchange would be similarly priced. That way, there wouldn't be these arbitrage opportunities or where somebody like a whale on bitmex does something and the price goes but then all the other markets haven't responded to that yet and it's like so i think that's kind of what they're trying to do is what it sounds to me is to um to build something that can actually make auctions and crypto exchanges fair all around that way there's not those those gaping holes in there and here's more interesting use of blockchain for supply chain this one in particular for the pharmaceutical industry at the UCLA Health and Ledger Domain, which is a blockchain development platform, they've released a study saying blockchain tech would save the U.S. pharmaceutical industry over $180 million each year. And they've launched this study with a pilot program and uh, come up with some really interesting ways that blockchain could be used for tracking prescription drugs mm. and uh, using something called the hyperledger fabric. Mm. Now, this is that is an interesting thing because we're experiencing some blockchain or excuse me, we're experiencing some supply chain issues and we're going to start seeing more and more of these issues out now because how many weeks 
was was the Chinese manufacturer those factories shut down. You know, where no shipments are coming from America. And uh, you know, I was was reading some things about this and that um, between India and China, the majority of all of the generic medicines that people buy here in America are made in either India or China. And so when supply chain gets disrupted, that creates a big problem. So maybe bringing factories and manufacturers back to America, solidifying the the supply chain with blockchain to be able to enable everything that gets there. I think that's a good move, uh, potentially, because, man, if India and China somehow aren't able to get our medicines to us, that's where the real medical ec- epidemic would happen, because all these sick people who are already sick in America who don't have corona now don't get their medicine. So that could be crazy. The application is being called Bruin chain. And what it includes is it scans the drug package for a correctly formatted 2D barcode. It flags expired product. It verifies the product with the manufacturer and it quarantines suspect and illegitimate products at the last mile. Quarantine. The most complex area of the drug supply chain. It's interesting, actually. It's very cool. I think this is something. And Bruin chain, obviously, because of the UCLA Bruins is where uh, that company was rocked and rolled. Good stuff. Travis, is it possible to get an ASIC miner right now? Yeah, so they have some, but they're not going to ship until mid-May sometime. Actually, it sounds like they're not going to ship until right near the Havening, so they're not going to ship for another couple months or so. But they got a new, obviously, the world's largest manufacturer of Bitcoin, ASIC miners, Bitmain. They've sold out those first round of their new ant miners within 24 hours. So they might still be accepting orders, but don't expect to get them anytime soon if you're... Well, I mean, here, here's the question, and this guy on uh, social media posted, shipping May 11th-ish? Gee, I wonder why you picked that date, LOL. I thought you guys said you didn't use them yourself first before shipping them, or is it just to make sure the ones you do have for you get the most out before you ship these? Right. And they're saying, you know, they're stress testing them for quality assurance, but right. they're not responding. So we're well, not. Bitmain is the largest unicorn company in the world when it comes to crypto. I mean, that we, we did that one episode, top 10 cryptos. They were number one, worth $19 billion. And uh, here they are. There's, if they are actually selling the miners and they put a load of hours on top of them before they ship them out, then that's that's bad business, my man. That's not good. That's foul ball. You know, a little earlier, we talked about watching out for scams. There's a scammer on YouTube, and apparently he was impersonating Brad Garlinghouse, the CEO of Ripple, saying that there was going to be an XRP airdrop and uh, no, no bueno. Giving away 50 million XRP was on this channel. And I mean, they used Brad's picture. They used his name on there. And um, somehow they built up 277,000 subscribers. And I guess the way they're doing this is scammers are buying YouTube channels with that have a lot of subscribers already, right? So they're going, oh, if I buy this channel that looks like it's seasoned and has a lot of subscribers, then I mm. change the name, I change the header, I change the picture, I upload my scammy video, and boom instant scam yeah but if you have two hundred and seventy-seven thousand legit you know subscribers like isn't that worth more than like whatever money they're gonna sell who knows how much they're buying that thing for yeah that's crazy who who knows what you know and and certain channels really don't make 
a lot of money. I mean, my mom's got a channel with, uh, I don't know, lots of subscribers and tens of millions of views, and she didn't really make any money with it. So uh, who knows? Just watch out for the scams, gang. If it sounds too good to be true, probably is. All right. Hey, also, I don't know if you guys know this, but on Cointelegraph, they have a magazine you can get to. It's called magazine.cointelegraph.com. And they have a lot of immersive reads in there that are longer than usual. They're sort of like what you might see like in an old school sort of magazine and nice sort of 5,000 plus words, right? So lots of words. There's an interesting article in here called Immutable Trash, Crypto Art Revisits Arguments on Censorship and Meaning. And there's a great conversation by Robness, who is an artist, and the super rare CEO, John Crane, as they're discussing what they call the trash gift movement and the role of gallery curator in promoting freedom of artistic expression. So if art in uh, crypto or something that uh, our passions yours, go ahead and read through this because this is definitely an interesting article. You know, I've received some of those gifts, um, you know, that they would call trash gifts. And I'm not talking about there are actually gifts that are trash cans, right? Mm -hmm. And that's Robness's thing. It's a 64-gallon trash bin that's this animated psychedelic trash bin type thing. Yep. Uh, but I've received, you know, in my uh, Ethereum wallet, some ERC-721s of these, you know, animated pieces of artwork. And it's like, well, it does this have value? Is this art? Sure is eye-catching. I mean, if I'm getting this, because if I look in my my wallet right now, Mr. Joel Com, and I'm scrolling through here, and I open up my trust wallet, and I, you know, I've, I've received some of these as well. You go into your collectible side of things, and you're looking in here, and man, boy, that one I got in, in NYC February 19th is just super blinky. Boy, that mm -hmm. just sure stands out of all the ones that I have there. It makes me, my eyeballs go to that. So, the, the value of the trash gift, quote unquote, may not be worth anything, but the eyeballs that it m brings to it could be worth some if done and executed correctly. Well, the debate is around what is art. And so this Robness guy uploaded this trash gift to Super Rare, which mm -hmm. is, you know, the site for selling digital art. And they took him and the piece down off of super rare he was removed mm. you know so this debate is about who gets to decide what is art and they remove this guy's privileges and his artwork whether you think it's art or not mm. yeah so so there's that it's also, not art joel it's a trash can with blinky lights it's not art it's fart uh, but also, there's this. We've been big fans of eToro for quite some time. Surely by now you've downloaded the eToro app. They offer a wide variety of cryptos for trading. You could build a diversified portfolio with 14 of the most popular coins. One of my favorite features is the copy trader function where you can find a trader, look at their gains or their losses, and decide to copy whatever it is they're doing. In fact, our friend Marty Greenspan, who used to be with eToro, uh, now sends out a great newsletter of his own. He's on there. And if you want to you know, copy his trades on eToro, zero commission trading fees and uh, no hidden fees, low spreads, go to badco.in forward slash eToro. And we're glad to have them as a sponsor of this show. Hey, and as we wrap up the show here, we got a couple of interesting news pieces from companies that we advise because we only like to, to work with really 
amazing companies. And uh, one of the things is is MobiPay. And MobiPay sent out a tweet recently that said, hey, U.S. financial institutions have been told for years that open banking is coming sooner or later. Are we ready for it? And then they have an article there that actually talks about why they believe that it is. It's mbx.life forward slash 63G if you want to go and check out that article. And, uh, and maybe just go to our show notes because that way you don't have to remember that. Super no, it's mbx.life slash badco.in forward slash 387. We'll bring you to our page with links from all of the stories that we've covered here today. And uh, there's this, the last article we're going to cover is by some guy named Joel Com on Cointelegraph. I don't oh, know. Oh, that guy? He's a hack. Dude. He's a hack. Well, you know, so I, I composed this piece about uh, crypto and mining and perhaps that staking is the, the solution that we're looking for. And, you you know, the, the article goes on to talk about proof of work and proof of stake um, and some of the companies that allow you to do master nodes, you know, like Dash. But Dash requires a lot of money. Um, you and I are both fans of the Divi project. They've been a sponsor of the show. We've been advisors. And like all the projects that we associate with, I'm using it. I've got two gold master nodes on Divi that are earning me Divi every day out there in the cloud without me having to dedicate a computer of my own to mining. And so I encourage you to uh, go read this piece that I post on Cointelegraph. Again, you'll find this article and all the others linked in the show notes at badco.in forward slash 387 or mbp.4936-z. No, just use the other one I gave you. It's better. Dude, Bitcoin is worth right now $6,666.66. That's kind of scary. What? Yeah. Oh, no. It's the... Oh, oh. $6,666.72 now. So, Hey, guys, big stuff coming your way. In fact, we're going to have a major, major, major announcement. Yeah. Uh, three majors? major 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 oh, announcement man. we're going to be doing something incredibly ambitious and you guys are going to be the first to know about it we'll be announcing it next week on one of our episodes so stay tuned make sure you are subscribed please do review the show if you have an opportunity to do that on whatever your podcast platform of choice is and share the show during these uncertain times, this is a great opportunity for people to understand and learn more about blockchain and cryptocurrency because it is going to change their world in ways that they are not yet aware. You're aware, but they're not. So tell them to listen to Bad Crypto, please. That's true. And that's why we're going to do that. And that's going to be coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Stay bad. And stay quarantined. Stay home. <laughs> the Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins 
and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. with my skin the virus is in must be for real cause I'm feeling ill and now that I find I'm losing my mind I'm stuck indoors all of the time everything's gone bad and everyone's sad and no one's here they're all in bed I don't want this coronavirus I'll never forget I'm fucking pissed Letting the days go by Quarantined Quarantined I'm always alone I'm alone all the time Are you at home? You're probably drinking wine We live in a world with political turds And the media lies and we all get hurt Yeah, I'm feeling real bad You won't see my face Cause I'm stuck at home I'm never leaving this place Letting the days go by It should have been easy than the flu I don't want to die but probably going to I wonder if I'll ever be free from this fear of you touching me quarantined quarantined watching the days go Quarantine! <laughs>